Hey everybody, no. It's not, it's not that. It it's is like, hey, we are cutting in. Hey yeah. everybody, we are cutting in. Okay. Everybody, we want you to know we're starting off this episode a little differently. We just finished recording this episode and we have some new fresh thoughts. <laughs> this was a really wild episode and we hope that you... Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Get ready for a wild episode. It's different, very different, but we think we think it's worth your time. It's a lot of freeform association thoughts, and we really go out there. But I would like to say that this is a little part of what No Small Thing is all about: is giving space mm-hmm. for conversations about a random topic such as color, where it meanders, it gets philosophical, it gets emotional, it gets confusing. Yes. It gets a little lost. Mm-hmm. We circle on back. Circle around and circle back again. So this episode is not our typical where we come with quite a bit of some maybe good research. <laughs> like when we show up on a defense mechanisms episode, we've got some facts, some things to share. This we have, you know, a few. We did tidbits. research, but but it's a little bit out of our hands. It's a bit out of our hands, and I just think this speaks to the nature of what color is. Color is yeah. beyond our understanding and you're, is mysterious. You're about to get a double intro. This is our first intro and we're only giving it to you after we've just recorded because we have a a, a bit of a better sense of what this episode is. At the very beginning, we had no sense. We still don't have a sense, but but we're telling you up front that we have even less of a sense than we think we did at the beginning. So just know that. Just, just know that. But 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 at but at the same time, we do think it's pretty interesting. I think so too. And I'm obsessed with color. That comes through. I'm obsessed with color, and yet I also have a hard time articulating it. So you'll see. <laughs> You'll get to hear me do my best. And, and I think and what, what I was unable to say at the beginning, which caught me by surprise, is, is that the whole episode to me personally is interesting. I think we have some interesting conversation. But I, I think particularly the segment where we read the listener comments about their emotions regarding color felt the most like uh, down to earth and anchored Mm-hmm. It, it was a rational, nice, interesting conversation where we engage with some real content. So if you want to skip to that, feel free. Yeah, I don't know where the timestamp is on that, but it's a little later in the episode. But just know that leading up to that, I feel like it's a fairly decently entertaining <laughs> bit of conversation with just two people trying to wrap their heads around how to talk about color. Yeah. I think and it's if you want to try, if you want to try to have a conversation with your close friends about color, maybe that would be a fun. You try to do a better week. job than we did. Yeah, it's a challenge. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less cynical and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. Welcome to episode number 46. And I think this is a giant drum roll episode. I think it's not drum rolls, like what? maybe like firework sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that, I feel like firework sounds come after the announcement. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. It'd be like a trumpet sound. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> drum okay. roll. Oh, and, and a drum roll. <laughs> we are finally Good doing it, that. everybody. Episode on color. Color. And uh, just as generic as our phones episode. Just <laughs> it's a generic title. It's broad. It just as generic as voice. Angle. Yeah, we did a we did a whole episode on voice. Yeah. So we're gonna be popping off to color tonight. Okay. So, so if you've ever listened to this podcast, there's been times where we get talking about what potential episodes we can do, and Macy is always. In the background, yelling color, (laughs) color, color, let's do color. And I've never know what to say when she says that. It's on our notes. Scott's like, "Mm, okay, never later. (laughs) I don't think color is a small thing, but I don't quite know what to say about it. That's my problem. But there's so many things to say about color. Color. Maybe too many things. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's it. It's too overwhelming. I have been feeling overwhelmed this week thinking about Like, oh my goodness, what am I going to say? Because I think of (laughs) all, (laughs) of all the topics and things, it's the one that is the most like beautifully mysterious to me. What is color? Well, don't you kind of want to wrangle it down or do you want it to continue to be a mystery? Oh, I think continue to be a mystery and wrangle it down. Mm. A little bit of both. Mm -hmm. But color is also the one that I think is just it shapes our lives without us realizing it, I think. It is very invisible. Oh, that is sort of like and an invisibility mindset. Oh yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, invisibility could probably do a color episode, but that really is, isn't that that's provocative because is it really invisible? Invisible color? Not invisible. And is it even real? Yeah, well that's I the mean question. color is just I mean uh, is it a figment of our imagination? It's light refraction. <laughs> How do we know I, science? What, how do I know that the red I see is the red you see? We they aren't. I don't think they're. What the if same. I've somehow gotten it wrong in my brain and I've labeled yellow red? I think about this <laughs> so often <laughs> that people like what if they're what they're seeing is completely different mm-hmm. colors and yet because they have the certain names for them, mm-hmm. it, that mm-hmm. it's so wild and like I was was it. Is it in the Radio Lab episode where they talk about aliens seeing, like, they would see a different color? Oh, world. right. Yeah, I think so. And because like, they don't have the name labels mm-hmm. for them. And the cones. Yeah. The cones in your eyes. Okay, I, I will say this. I started researching the concept of color a little too late. So, several thoughts about that. <laughs> One is, I do like to imagine a world where I just get to purely research for no small thing. <laughs> just have a whole week to research. Yeah, color. like you think about Knox and Jamie mm-hmm. um, from the podcast. We we love the podcast. Everybody, shout out to podcast, even though they don't need anything from us. But um, <laughs> they uh, essentially indulge in pop culture for their living, so they can prepare for their podcast. Yeah, they're they like the green lights when they go and see movies and things. Yeah. It's like for their job. Yeah, they've essentially positioned themselves as people that have seen the things and can sort of filter it for you and give you some good suggestions. Mm-hmm. But it's because they've been out there experiencing the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so comparing us to Knox and Jamie, I think my version would be not necessarily indulging in pop culture all week, but like researching a topic like color. Because mm-hmm. I just was realizing 
and maybe this is just some information. Maybe, okay, if you're still listening and you haven't been like, nope, not this week. <laughs> Color, nope. Uh, I, I, I thought the title was interesting. By I clicked on it and this is not for me. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> First of all, we don't even know, but um, no, like, I, the concept think, of color? Yeah, I was just realizing... The pigment? I, I was just realizing <laughs> that there's many books on color. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, from all angles, like talking about how it's been used in art over the years, talking about the way different colors in art uh, or colors are made for like colored pencils and pastel, mm-hmm. oil pastels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think some scientific books about how we see color. Yeah, and like how we're all experiencing it probably differently. Yeah, and I would have loved to really research that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I almost feel like this could be a color part two, like <gasps> part one. Like we, Oh, my goodness, This is like day. intro to color. Yes, this is like intro to like why color matters maybe. Yeah, why is it on our radar? And feelings around color, yeah. emotions around color. Emotions around color. Stories around color. for desire. You keep saying that emotions around color. (laughs) I have have so many emotions uh, around color. Maybe maybe I'll surprise myself. Maybe you will. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we're finally doing it. Okay. Can we tell the people what we did before we recorded this episode? Oh, right. That'd be good. That'd be a good one. So I paint. It's a thing I do. And Mm -hmm. I paint with like a lot of color. I mean, everyone paints with color. Mm -hmm, Acrylics. Yeah, but my paintings are abstract, as we mm-hmm. <laughs> confirmed tonight. Yep. Um, Spacey, orby, uh, galaxy-like rainbows floating. Who is to <laughs> yeah. say? But I really dwell on the idea of color as I'm painting. And so this has always been a topic I've been... Psychedelic, another word. Ooh, I yeah. like that. Yeah. I've always thought that if we were to do a color episode, Scott had to paint before we did it. Yeah, we really did it right. Mm-hmm. And you know? so, and you were kind of insisting on that for a long time. You'd say, "Yeah, it, we it'd be it'd be good to do the color episode this week, but we wouldn't have time to paint, so now we can't." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay." And now we made time for it. Yeah. So before we recorded this episode, Scott and I sat down and painted. We brought out all the colors, <laughs> starting from like magenta. Yeah, it's all here on the table, all in front through of us. to purple. Yeah. I mean, if you see like our our no small thing logo slash symbol, that's a Macy original, mm-hmm. and she essentially did another one sim- similar similar to mm-hmm. it last night. But uh, she's she's very fascinated with getting all the colors in there, all the colors, the broad spectrum, and so that essentially those tubes of paint are in front of us right now. But yeah, how did it feel to paint? Uh, it, it's, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Painting does feel different in the sense of like I okay so everybody knows I don't um, paint mm-hmm. I don't I don't do it so this is probably my first time painting since I was like eight or something you wow know, I can't remember the last time I painted so I don't know what I'm doing and I was really fascinated by how things just sort of you know blend and liquidly merge mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like i i am probably used to doing crayons more than anything and probably colored pencils second yeah so those have a have a more um they they merge and blend more seamlessly hmm, you know mm-hmm. you can you can have a lighter touch in the blending yeah i don't know if this is interesting anyway, no i think this is really interesting especially when we're thinking about color i yeah. think that i was trying to blend some colors in it i was using the word muddy 
earlier. Mm-hmm. Like it got a little muddier than I thought it would. Yeah. Or they had anticipated. Paints are a very interesting medium. I, I'm very attracted to the medium of paints and that it kind of is more fluid and mm-hmm. it's like this like raw form of color, but you really did a good job blending though. Macy tonight did like a red circle with some nice light <laughs> orange, yellowish shading on the side, <laughs> but it's you. all nice and perfectly blended. <laughs> it's just blended in a kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no perfect in art. Oh, but, man, we're at nine minutes. I mean, I think we can do a longer intro, but we get, we're get we really just meandering <laughs> really? in the truest sense right now. Well, we have to really paint the scene because yeah, why painted. this is what, why now. the heck color? Thinking about color. And I just think I am, I'm very attached to color mm-hmm. and have very... We're really going to get into this in a little bit. I think we got to really hear from you about this. I am <laughs> very fond of it and I... I like texted you earlier today, like color shapes our world. And maybe I'm, maybe it doesn't shape everyone's world. Hmm. The more I've been like researching and thinking back to things, the more I'm realizing or kind of understanding because we kind of deep dive, but as kind of deep dive, I was listening to some podcasts <laughs> on color. And the more I was hearing about people like hundreds of years ago, the more you realize they're, was very little access to color and access to pigment. Mm. And I have such a strong feeling towards color. And I think it is because I paint with it and giving like working with the pigment and working like in the like intricacies gives me an eye to see different colors because of that. So I think that's a claim. Is this a claim? <laughs> I I just think like you think. Are you saying you're seeing more colors? No, 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 okay, no. Okay. But I'm saying I'm probably focusing in probably more okay. on that. Uh, you're, My you're, focus of attention is yeah is more on that. I can and so see when that. I enter a room, I think about it. The mm. colors in the room almost immediately. I don't. I don't. Right. I, I appreciate colors and I think about them, but not like that. And I like. I care when certain colors are near each other or not near each other. And that mm. makes it evokes certain feelings like That's two colors next to each other <laughs> really unique. gets me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, <laughs> these emotions, this is, gonna, this is interesting. Yeah. I think this is a big, I mean, I'm definitely here for, to participate in the conversation, but those are the th- types of things I want to hear about. I'm very interested. Yeah. So I color feels near and dear to me Yeah, and like, it is a part of my lived experience, and I'm very curious about it. Why do I have yeah, such emotions around it? Why why does color seem to matter? Does color matter? Oh, gosh. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it feels so big. Well, does it? <laughs> In the sense that nothing really matters, no color doesn't matter, and yet I also... I'm grateful and thankful to color and am inclined to also say it does matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe one of the things that really got us, I think one of the source materials for all of this is a radio lab episode on color. Mm-hmm. And I do know there's probably other podcast episodes out in the world on color, but that one, they really do deep dive. Mm-hmm. And I gave it a listen again today for the first time in a few years. Yeah. And I mean, they talk about sort of the science of, the way our brains interpret and see colors and the way our eyes work with and see color. And they talk Mm -hmm. about how like this shrimp (laughs) has like 16 cones or something like that and can see way more colors than all of us. And 
that sounded hilarious. And a butterfly and all this stuff sees more colors. But Yeah, there's like, because you have the cones in your eyes, you could mm-hmm. just have so many, like thousands mm-hmm. of more colors you see. Yeah, which, isn't that nuts? I don't actually, like I, every time I hear that, I get so confused. <laughs> yeah, how, how, how could there be more? How could there be more? And I, I just can't picture how, I can't picture them. So they're just so <laughs> yeah. beyond. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, it does sound like it's just different shades, maybe more and more and more shades of what we already have. Who I knows? know, but I don't understand it. how yeah. that works in terms of, <laughs> I. <laughs> you keep going. Oh, so I was just going to say, there was this element where it's like listening to this Radio Lab episode where, where then they talk about, you know, philosophically, like what is color? How do we see it? And then thinking about, then I mean, it's not even philosophical, but like the the idea that we have the name for it helps us see it. I mean, it's really true. Oh, it's crazy. But I, I feel like we can get into that. Doing a side note thing of of being reminded because I haven't listened to it in a long time. Uh, how just amazingly edited radio. Oh, I it's like, know. How are they doing? This? It was so good. I was yeah. thinking that actually, oh. it was it was very like quirky. Yeah. But very fun. The choir. I mean, that's a whole other thing, but um, Radio Lab, gosh. Give it a listen. Give, give it a listen. Not that if you want a, a different podcast on color, yeah. go to Radio Lab. That, that's, but I, but I, I do think, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this could be uh, setting the table, uh, uh, knowing that, uh, like, I really now, my interest is peaked really in deep diving color. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe that's all this episode will be, is yeah. your interest is peaked in deep diving color or seeing trying to pay more attention to pay, color. Maybe that's a takeaway. Mm-hmm. Again, we've already encouraged you to do it. We're going to keep going. <laughs> We're going to keep going. <laughs> pay attention to colors. Okay, so Here comes on the, the docket for tonight, the table of contents, we just were doing this, well, the section you were just listening to is why the heck color? Um, and then intro. Why did we choose color for this week? And then coming, when we come back, we'll have pop off for color. So that will just be, if you thought we were getting a little bit out there, (laughs) pop off for color will just be a little bit more freeform thoughts on color. (laughs) And then Uh, when we come back from that. It's really supposed to be like two people just sitting in a a room, because that's what it is. Talking about color, what would that sound like? Like this. This is what it would sound like. <laughs> um, okay, the next session, which section, which I'm very excited about, is on Instagram. I threw up an Instagram story that named all different colors and said, "How do they feel? What words do you associate with it?" Mm-hmm. And a ton of people responded. So we will probably go through those, read some good responses, and also share all the emotions and words we have around each color. Oh, I'll try. I'll try. I'm sure. Oh, you have so much meaning you attach to each color. I'm sure. Ooh. I well. I don't think the world experiences it like you do. Maybe. Maybe the this way is you my talk about it night. is unique. What's your? What if you're one of the don't people? Stroke my forness. Yeah. No. What, what? What if? What if you are one of the people and you don't even know it? No. I, the tetra crack. Yeah. There's a there's a person out there. Everybody. Yeah. People who can but see. But it, it is extra. only women. It's only women, but it's just a deeper yellow, and I don't think I have that. Who knows? That would be so cool. I'm very <laughs> jealous of them. Okay. <laughs> so we're calling that Colors of the Rainbow, but it's mostly going to be inspired by listener comments. Okay. And then, you guys, we have a Rubenation on color, so that'll be good. And Ruben has good big thoughts on color. Okay. Um, and then we're closing with... Some Macy thoughts. Some Macy painting thoughts. Yeah, if I, mean, I how, still how, have yeah, some more I thoughts, I think you will. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I guess, if you're a painter out there, maybe you'll experience a little bit of uh, catharsis listening to Macy talk about. Yeah. I wonder if. I do think people who work with color as a medium, so anyone using any kind of color, does just have an intimate relationship with it. Probably. Probably. Yeah. It's like a spiritual practice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay, when we come back, we're popping off to color. That means uh, just uh, freeform talking about it, which we've already been doing. Gosh, I have no idea what is going on and what people think of this. (laughs) When we come back. When we come back. Okay, we're back, everybody. We are back. To we're pop going to off pop off. Color? When we say pop off, that's kind of a Macy phrase. Yeah, I like to say pop off. And I don't know exactly what that means. But here on this podcast, we like to start a little bit with journeys. Mm-hmm. So we'll maybe do a bit of our color journeys, which oh, Scott doesn't okay. know what that means. Pop off, means. I mean, just means like another way of spouting off about a topic. Spouting off about a topic. Yeah. So we'll do lots of that. Oh, okay, well, I think oftentimes on this podcast, we do journeys. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I, I don't really quite have a journey with my color. Colors, color. Colors. Yeah. But I would love, let, let's hear a Macy color journey and then we'll see what comes up for me. I don't, okay. I don't know if I actually have a true color <laughs> oh journey. Gosh. I maybe have an anecdote. Or <laughs> <laughs> a Macy color anecdote. What is happening? <laughs> okay. It's gone from journey to anecdote. But it, I think this is a very formative part of my personal journey. Okay. Color really matters to me. And the aesthetics of a place really matter to me. And the way a room looks really matter to me. And I think my maybe the journey is like the journey of how I painted my walls as a kid. Oh. Growing up. The color excellent. of my walls. Excellent. That sounds because like a great start for me. I think that that was a big indicator of like a lot of things and I internalized them a lot if that makes sense Mm, no I I really this this may be the whole journey of this interesting episode I think you experience this stuff in a different way I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) I I mean I see colors out in the world and I I experience emotions about them like in a very low-key way don't, yeah, it could be a it could be a Macy thing in the way you see colors. It could be being an Enneagram four and just having more emotions. But you keep saying this stuff, and it's not something I've talked about with anybody else. <laughs> it's not. It's not like oh, this is that conversation I have where people start getting really emotional about colors. <laughs> <laughs> like you say it in a different way. I, history, emotional history, <laughs> starting launch pads. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I just think so painting your room. Let's just let's just do it. Yeah. Growing up, I sh- began sharing a room with my two brothers mm. and I had a pink little bed. And I remember that it was a pink little bed. I don't remember the wall colors. So this is a f- All three of you in the same room. All three of us in the okay. same room. Kind of kind of crowded. But then eventually 
they, my brothers moved to different rooms upstairs. Where's your sister? She had her own room the whole time. Why did she get her own room? Because she was like a 12 year old and my parents didn't want to like subject her to sharing a room with either a two year old or her little brother. Oh, so you were really young. It was two. Two. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you can barely remember it. Mm -hmm. Barely remember it. But it was pink? No, no, no. I had a pink bed. Pink bed. That's okay. all I remember. Yeah. And then eventually I started getting my, I got my own room and my mom made the most beautiful garden mural in my mm. room. She like stenciled it and had all these bright colors. Okay. It was like gorgeous. This is a journey. This is a journey. And then, and I loved it. It was awesome. And then our house got flooded Oh. and it got ruined. Okay. So all of that was gone, and there was like one piece saved. And this was the moment we had oh. to choose what my room was going to be. Okay. And my mom, because our house got flooded, had decided it was like a good time to like really get everything repainted and get someone to help make decisions about painting. And someone was over at our house. I remember this day so vividly. Mm. And they were picking my room and how they were going to decorate it. And I was like, well, I want to be involved. Like, okay. this is my room. Yeah. Like, you guys are discussing it. And they were going to paint these diamonds in my room. Mm, and Shapes now. We're going to do an episode on shapes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about and shapes. My whole room got designed, and it was designed with these pink diamonds. And it was this whole, like, sweet, soft, pink aesthetic. Mm. And I didn't want it and I was like mm. I don't want this and I was yeah. really upset and it happened anyways and I was so bitter about it like very upset about my pink diamonds every day I went in oh <laughs> big are we talking big pink diamonds I, I yeah like though it was like checkered board okay if that okay, makes okay, sense. okay okay that size mm-hmm. okay and so like yeah, checkers so it was kind like of flipped around. Half the room was white and half what the room a, was what pink. Cr- I've never again <laughs> never heard of this diamonds. diamonds. <laughs> what? I know because it had gotten like they hired someone to do all the paintings, and I think my mom. I mean, there was this huge loss of like this beautiful garden that my mom had created and worked hard on. Oh right, and then it went to this, which was I'm sure an act of love to be like we're gonna really think through this room and paint it this beautiful way and yet it was it felt so incongruent with my who i was yeah and yeah i didn't have the language for it i just remember feeling so macy mad about she likes pink wouldn't it be cute for macy the youngest to have pink and diamonds girls love diamonds (laughs) so and you're kind of like wait no no I don't uh, no, I don't like that. Uh, I, I wasn't I don't think I was just casually I don't like it. I really didn't. Oh, you're like I don't want the But pink maybe room. I was just I hate diamonds. Maybe I was just angsty internally. Is the, that why you make so many circles? You're protesting <laughs> diamonds, diamonds and squares. <laughs> oh, that's a very interesting thing <laughs> to think about. Um okay, so this was me and I held a lot of resentment and this was also a similar season to where I mean Kids at young ages are color is thrown at them and okay. color is gendered so aggressively. Oh yeah. So in aggressively. So like in my early journey, it's my room is pink, but it's a part of that is also everything else around me is being pink Quick and purple in certain colors. I have a, I have a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. 14 year old son, 12 year old daughter. 
we don't buy into this and we never really had, but this, I guess this goes to show something. If you'd have asked us point blank, do you think girls should like pink and boys should like blue? We, we would have never said yes to that. However, when we had a boy, we were like blue room, yeah. blue everything, blue pajamas. Isn't this fun? Oh, look, look, the boy. And then we had a girl. Oh, this is so fun. Now we have pink, pink, everything, pink room, literally pink and blue rooms. We are giving a complete different color narratives. Yeah. Just based on a child's genitalia. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. wild. So mm-hmm. pink room. And then eventually I I think I voiced myself enough and my parents were probably like, okay, we got to do something. So have this. we painted over the diamonds to be blue diamonds. Oh. Like a dark wow. blue Isn't this also diamond. so strange? If anybody's listened to the podcast before. Diamonds in a room? Going with Steven Universe. Oh, diamond, blue diamond. fascinating. You changed Although, pink diamond to blue diamond. <laughs> <laughs> but the blue wasn't, it was like a dark blue. And I remember getting all this contrasting red mm. and black, mm. like things. And I completely rechanged and I felt so much better in that space. I remember feeling better in that space. Mm. Mm. And then... I and got then? and then so that was for a while and then my siblings moved out okay. and I was left in the home by myself with just my parents and so I got to move to the upstairs room and my parents let me paint it whatever I wanted. Wow. Which a journey, folks. A journey. We didn't know if we were gonna be able to do it, and <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> right I, before our eyes. I remember picking my, my colors in seventh grade. I got called into the office to pick the colors mm. for my room because mm. my mom had forgotten the order and what they were. And I had picked very specific swatches. One wall was bright magenta. One wall was a lime green. One was bright orange huh. and the other was teal. And then wow. I had a purple dresser. Wow. And the yellow. See, even the way you remember this is pretty interesting. A yellow nightstand. Yeah. And, what? Everything, every as so why I had every color. I Gosh, had. well, you really do have an obsession with the whole rainbow. Yeah, you know, I do you have an obsession with all the things being included. It seems I like. have a yeah. I like need the full. I love a rainbow oh. so much. And yeah, wow, that's fascinating. I mean, my wife will talk about how when she was growing up, she had a ton of stuffed animals mm-hmm. and. She would start the night by like, this one's going to start by my head up here. I'm going to put my, oh, I'm cuddling with a stuffed animal. But she would eventually have to put them all up by her. Wow. Because she would feel Surrounded. like she, she, she had to include all of them. Oh. You know. <laughs> this yeah. nine yeah. with yeah. her She's stuffies. a nine. Yeah. But I do wonder if it's something with you too with color. It's like, well, we have to get all of them in there. Yeah. Can't just be this one color. I think I have a, I do, I paint circles often and I paint the rainbow often Mm -hmm. and it feels very circular to have it be like a whole unit. Like everything is represented. It feels complete or whole Mm -hmm. having all of them there. That, Mm. that is very satisfying to me. Like incredibly satisfying. Unique thoughts. I'm I'm really interested to hear what the listeners think about all this. I think they're intrigued. I I have to imagine people are like, uh, you either have somebody that's like, absolutely. Yes. I'm totally tracking. Or you have people being like, what? (laughs) <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> this is unique. Not like, not like, oh, she's crazy or something, but like, I don't, I don't know if I feel that. Yeah. What is she, what is she feeling? Yeah. And I, 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just I feel this way about colors. They so you got this room. You got this room. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have any more journey? Um, that's pretty much, I guess, <laughs> my the journey. journey. And then, and then colors, and then your life started. And then my life started. <laughs> I had these rooms, and now here we are. <laughs> but I do think that the reason I shared this, are we calling it? Maybe it's the Macy childhood room anecdote. <laughs> yes, that's what this section is called. I think that is a reflection of, like. A, I do think this is probably a four energy of really caring about the way a space makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so because I'm in tune with that and care about that and focus on that, plus I also have this affiliation and affinity towards color, those things combined like made for it being a huge deal. The colors on my wall were a big part of when mm-hmm. I think of those times. And I put a lot of things on the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, I I curated lots of things, but it was... A collage of sorts. Mm -hmm. Right now, currently, it's like a space collage in your room. Yeah, it is. Which is a... That's another fascinating color wheel, especially when I think of that season of life. It was a darker, more mysterious season of life. And that color, like, wheel is, like, indicative of that. Hmm. The color wheel that you painted for like the No Small Thing logo? No, no, no. When I like space things. Oh, I have a lot of space paintings wheel. in my okay. room. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say this. Some Y'all, of the things, I'm out here on this, I think. Some of the <laughs> things you're saying, I don't have the same, I just don't have the same relationship. I, like I do appreciate color. Mm-hmm. I do think about it. I mean, there are times where I can say I've obsessed about something, a color mm-hmm. for like a product I'm buying or like whether it's clothes or like a, a phone case. I don't know. I've, I've never really, I've, it's basically been black, but like yeah. sometimes I think there's like, I, I do like choosing black for things that I, I don't want. That That's like an everyday thing, like a black car or black coat or, mm-hmm. you know, like it's practical. Yeah. I don't have to think about the colors. Uh, having said that, what you did bring up with your um, room color thing. So we've talked about this podcast. I'm a youth pastor. I worked at a church. On, on Queen Anne here for uh, many, many years. And I basically had this house, this we call it the youth house, that we all met in. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is just be. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but this came up. Because it was a time where I got super passionate about colors. Ooh, so I inherited this house. The walls? Yeah, I inherited this house. You know, I'm, I'm new to this job. Literally Macy's age currently, 24. I became the head youth pastor of this church. And have this youth house. So it's a house here on Queen Anne, like three story house, but there's like the main floor where it has this essentially right. When you walk into the right, there's a living room, wood floors. I want to add one little detail into this whole story. That's not color related, but it's interesting. So we inherit this house. It's carpeted. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think because someone decided that they thought this is what youth would like. Mm -hmm. Get ready. This is a twist to the story tonight. Because now we have to stop and get your opinions on this. Okay. I did not realize what was about to happen, and I'm not making this up. Okay. Upstairs, purple and yellow. Oh. Yeah. Purple walls, yellow walls. Oh, what shades of purple? What shades of yellow? Dark purple fluorescent yellow. Oh, this is too much. I hate yeah. it. I immediately With wavy hate it. Stop. mirrors. No. Not joking. No. Yeah. Ask no. anybody. That is an instant. I would be in a bad mood mm-hmm. the second I walked into that space. So just picture you turn right, you walk in, 
carpeted floor, kind of shag carpet. Lots of really strange. This is what people had really falling lived apart. In? Black plastic chairs. No, no. This is like the church decorated the room for the kids oh. for the this. You know, people love purple and yellow. Mm-hmm. There are people well, out don't. there who love purple and yellow. I have pretty neutral feelings about that. I hate it, yeah. but I'm trying. I'm trying to like it more, yeah. and I'm I'm working towards. So that. here comes Scott. Now the downstairs was sort of all like a candy apple red, if you can picture that. Okay. Like a really kind of shiny, bright, aggressive. Gosh, that's a red. lot. It was. So that's the downstairs. So first thing, one night we had this kid that was like a break dancer. And we thought, oh, well, look, it looks like beneath this shag carpet is a wood floor. So we, we pulled it up and we're like, it is. It's a, it's a beautiful wood floor. And we literally rolled up the carpets and threw it off the balcony that night. And we're like, now we have a wood floor. Nice. And uh, so, that, so we had this wood floor. And then at the time, very, very, very uh, in love and dedicated and inspired by Harry Potter. Oh. So I essentially wanted the room to look like the Gryffindor common room. Oh, my goodness. So we That's got, fascinating. We got these tan curtains. We painted the whole room dark, like crimson red. Wow. And then you we really got, went all in. Yeah. And we got these really cool organal rugs that matched the color of the red. Um, and were the kids like, yes, this is, well, this no, is Gryffindor? That's, that's what's so hilarious about all this is like kids, <laughs> <laughs> kids do not like typically, and maybe humans just in general don't like change. So even though it was far superior, like the, the, the kids who are like seniors and juniors are like, why did you change it? This, oh. it was so great as it was. Yeah. Um, but everybody eventually loved that color. Now, so I was really proud of that. I thought it was a very warm, inviting color. Um, then, I think a year or two later, we wanted to paint the downstairs. So like I said, it was kind of like candy apple red. Mm-hmm. And for that, for some reason, I wanted it. Oh, so you made the purple and yellow room Gryffindor. Yep. Okay. Purple and yellow room now turned into like a crimson deep red <laughs> with with beige or kind of tan curtains. And like it now, instead of like a shag carpet, it was like a wood floor with some cool oriental rugs. Okay. Okay. I yeah. pictured it. Then downstairs was the candy apple red. Okay. Changed that. And I was very, very particular about this. And I was trying, trying to get in touch with my moods, like you're saying. Got to get in touch with your yeah, moods. Yeah. And I, I didn't have paint, big paint moods. Paint gets you in touch with yeah. your moods, I think. But I do remember thinking this is going to be sort of the game room. We had like classic to all youth areas. We had like a pool table, a carpet ball table, and a foosball table and a ping pong table all downstairs. So I'm thinking like this is an area that I just, I guess for both rooms, I was thinking upstairs, downstairs. I don't want to feel cheesy. I don't want to feel like a fun house. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you present an area and a vibe that feels cool without, without being cliche or cheesy? Right. So for some reason I just got in my head that it had to be sort of this what I called like a 60s nostalgia mint green. Like a light Oh, green interesting. Mint candy apple. With some black accent walls. With some black accent So it was like a light green on half the room. Like a bluish green? No. I, I, it's hard to describe. I think most people understand. Seafoam? Like seafoam. It's almost like a Cadillac green. Okay. Okay. Like, a, yeah, seafoam would work. Seafoam would work. I'm starting to picture it. But it really did have, when I researched a, a, a true like title or reference, mm-hmm. 
Um, so mint green is the one I can use mint. most, but it's like a, okay. Uh, I, I can can't see it on the table here, but it's a light green and then black accent walls. So I felt like that looked really cool. Very interesting. Very yeah. contrasting. Yeah. And very like cool, but peaceful and slightly edgy in my mind, but also nostalgic. But I just remember having big emotions and feelings about how that look would go. And did people like it? Yeah. I mean, maybe you and I relate to each other in this sense as like, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. I oh, was I was so you. pleased. And I picked and up the colors and just I, like I painted it myself, it. you know, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just sat and looked at it compared to what it had been. And I'm like, this is such a cool room. Isn't this, this is a testament to color. Yeah, yeah, it's you true. You paint a wall and all of a sudden the room is totally different. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the whole point of this podcast. No small thing. Like we're saying color is a big deal. Obviously, I know it sounds... <laughs> it what sounds it like sound? we're just spacing out on color <laughs> and it's like color is a cool thing, dude, you know, but it is it is. <laughs> it really is everybody. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's kind of getting me in touch with sometimes I felt very I don't passionate okay. about color. I don't think we are that out there to be like color is such a cool thing. I kind of teased this in the opening, but history has really proven and shown that humanity is committed and obsessed with color. Right. Yeah, that's true. And I do like to think that as people listen to this, maybe as they're driving or just walking, they're like, oh, this is entertaining to listen to. This is interesting. Look (laughs) at these two people trying to have a conversation about color. But also I like to think that, again, anything we do gives people permission to deep dive all this stuff. Right. It is all worth thinking about. When you have time, I know we all have jobs. We're out there living, doing our thing. (laughs) But sometimes... You can just stop and think about color. Sometimes Why you not? Just gotta, you just got to pause and think and reflect on Give color. Give yourself permission to do that. Um, are we just popping off about color now? <laughs> That's what we're trying to <laughs> okay, do. Great. Because I would like to pop <laughs> off about <laughs> just the, the way color. <laughs> I would like to pop off. We experience it in more than two ways, but I see us experiencing them in two major ways. We experience it both in terms of nature and everyday life. So we are exposed to a myriad of colors that we can see in like grass and trees and things like that. So those are mm. all their own kind of sets of colors. Greens, and then because nature. we live in 2019 in Seattle, we are exposed to hues and colors in terms of pigments. Oh, right, so there's right, right. all of those that we're experiencing that we wouldn't have access to or wouldn't have words for or ways to see if it weren't for people finding pigments and making paints like we're we're kind of seeing synthetic color all the time and yet it's not we have colored microphone covers tonight i'm pink and macy's blue tonight so what does that say what does that say um so i don't know that just that's just a thought that i had and i'm a good valid interesting thought I I think it's something popping off that's wild to think about that so much of the way we are experiencing color is also because we have a language for it or because I can see a certain color in nature because I've also seen it in a paint like that. I think they go together and I think we in 2019 experienced the world in a in a different color wheel than people experienced the world 200 years ago. Like you years think we ago. have more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which 
feels very wild to me, but, but also, also awesome. This, this is where, I mean, we give this premise a lot. We give this side note. We give this, um, what do I want to say? Warning. Warning. Uh, I think sometimes, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this in the podcast, but there is a sense that we're living in a simulation sometimes. Yeah. Okay. For so sure. For sure. I think one of the signs of simulation living is the sense that we assign some really significant and deep meanings to things like red and green. Oh, yeah. Not just Christmas, yes. but like stop and go and, you know, mm-hmm. all, of the, all the stuff. So what I will say is like this whole idea of blue boy and pink girl. Mm-hmm. If anybody was actually serious about that, it, it is the most nonsensical, weird human nothingness right. in the entire world. And yet we continue to allow it to shape our world yeah. and allow it to be present in so many things. Yeah. And we associate... Well, we'll get we'll get to what we associate with each color, but it was okay. very fascinating. All the words we associated with when we asked people with each color. Yeah, no, I mean it's one of the biggest responses we've ever gotten on our Instagram. Yeah, and people have all these meanings and emotions attached to each color, and yep. it's partially their experience, and then it's also really systematic, and there's a lot of like politics behind it. Yeah, so so how could possibly pink and blue represent gender in any way. It's it's very bizarre. And, it's very and here we are. We we haven't researched that. I don't know the origins of any of that. I don't know why pink started getting associated. Is it a softer, more delicate color? Well, pink oh, Matthew, used Matthew to be... To know. Pink used to be associated... Let's just see what he has to say. Oh. Well, I think you're about to say it. Oh, oh. For most of history, mm-hmm. until like the 1960s, 80s, pink was more associated with masculinity and blue with femininity. So, so the 1980s? Or you said... 1960s, 80s. Oh, wow. That's soon. through the 80s. It's very recently. Wow. Yes, probably in... Yeah, in the West. In terms of what... No, Ruben, Ruben's adding some good commentary. Up until that point... Mm-hmm. Pale red was probably more what pink was thought of, and mm-hmm. male was a or red was a color associated with power, mm-hmm. and so males were attached to red, and pale red, mm-hmm. pink, mm-hmm. and women were attached to femininity. And yes, in the in Western cultures, especially following Mary being painted with blue, that was like a huge blue is a feminine color. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? But today. I work at a preschool and it's like nuts. It's nuts how everything is marketed to girls with certain color schemes and marketed to boys with other color schemes. Mm. And this article I was just reading says a huge factor was gender reveals being a huge thing. And it, oh, yeah. And that beginning in the 80s and starting in the 60s, like, at, like with the rise of consumerism, there was starting to become more of those like gendered lines, but the gender reveal made the, like the big switch or something huh, like that. The gender reveal. And people being able to do that. And so, pink, pink was girl, boy yeah. was blue. Yeah. Supposedly Rosie the Riveter took off her blue shirt and put on a pink apron or something like that. Whoa. Which I don't know what that, Whoa. that might be. But ah, that was like, I've never seen that image. Of Rosie the Riveter with a pink apron. Yeah. I know. I haven't huh, either. Huh. But the it internet happened. said it happened. The so. internet, everybody. 
it's very complex. It's very arbitrary. Mm-hmm. It's really all this really goes to show is how arbitrary these are. And yet our feelings around them are real and our emotions around them are real. Yeah, that that's Maybe. not arbitrary. Yeah. Well, ah, shoot. I don't know. We don't know, you guys. Guys, it's yeah, very that's complex. That's our popping off segment. Yeah, that's our com- popping off section. Okay, so coming up, we're, we have some listener comments. So again, if you if you care to know, Macy posted a bunch of uh, story questions about our feelings regarding these colors. Mm-hmm. And people really responded. So I guess people really do have some thoughts about colors and our emotions. So we'll share them, and then probably I know that will evoke some conversations yeah, you about our opinions. Yeah. Okay. When we come back. When we come back. Hey, No Small Thing listeners. I hope you're finding this wild and meandering conversation on color somewhat interesting. In my opinion, the best part of the episode is coming up, and that is when we go through listener thoughts on all the colors. That gave Macy and me some good content to go through, as well as some grounding to the episode. (laughs) And it's also fascinating to hear about how differently people feel about the same colors. Uh, I'm interrupting this episode just to encourage you to hop on over to iTunes and give us a quick rating and review. It helps promote our podcast and indicates to potential listeners that we are worth checking out and that people are paying attention to us. Also, if it means anything to you, we'll read your review on our episode so you'll get a small shout out in that way. For example, here is a recent review from my friend Jesse, who also has a podcast you should be listening to called The New Visionaries on all major podcasting platforms. Jesse gave No Small Thing five stars and said, two heart-centered people having insightful conversations about interesting things. And they both have intriguing personalities. Yes, keep it coming. Thanks so much, Jesse. And I do hope this color episode falls into the interesting things category. (laughs) Anyways, if you're listening to this episode and feel so inclined, hop on over to iTunes and give us a quick rating and review. And maybe think about sharing this podcast episode with a friend or two that may get a kick out of two heart-centered people trying to have a conversation about color. Okay, everyone, back to the episode. All right, we're back. We are back, everybody, to talk about the colors of the rainbow. That's what we're titling this section. Because I put out some questions asking people, what do you associate? What words do you associate with blank color? So we're going to go through and see what people said, because it was pretty fascinating, if I do say so myself. Well, I think the first step of the fascination is how many people actually responded. More than we typically get. Yes. Yes. So new people too. Many new people. Yes. Thank and you I, I to everyone who works. participated. It makes me. I feel understand how that works. By the way, on Instagram, what? I, if I if I know I add a hashtag to one of our pictures, I understand how somebody finds and likes that picture. Mm-hmm. But like, how do new people that I've never seen on our Instagram before see our story and comment? But they're following us. I didn't. Maybe it's yeah. I didn't know. Didn't yeah. know who's following us. Yeah. I think that's it. Well, I guess that's the thing is I I have a I have a fairly deep familiarity of who's participating in the sense of like liking our posts. Oh. So I see new people that I've never seen like our posts before participating in these stories. Oh yeah, I that's have a, no idea. Yeah. No idea. I thought. 
Okay, so I'm just going to go. Um, I had to screenshot these answers because Instagram's interesting. So I'm starting with the first color that popped up, which was red, which yeah. I think makes sense in terms of the way pigment was discovered. Red is the first one, and it was like the the biggest and longest one. Okay. So you red. Have some thoughts about red. Red is in like the heart of all cultures. Okay. And to, there, Didn't know. there's an order to it. Blue is like spoken about in all cultures the last. Like in terms oh, of language. Right. right. Which is on the radio of, lab, that was part I think. Of the radio lab thing. Okay. So the wine red sea. This immediately was interesting to me. Grandma Janet, who's my mom, said scared for red. Whoa. Which I don't typically I've never associated red with fear and scared. But yeah, that, the moment she says that it makes me think of blood. Oh yeah. And I do think Red Crazy is intense. Eyes. Yeah. And my mom being a nine maybe is resistant to intensity. A red it's a big, capable. bright, bold color. Yeah. Which, yeah, we'll get to my mom's favorite color coming up. But this is this was so fascinating that she was scared. Yeah, um, I don't I don't feel fear. Maybe the only maybe the only thing that would make me feel fear is black. But I don't feel fear from any other color. Yeah. Maybe a, um, maybe a dark purple for some reason. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think certain greens and yellows can make me feel fear. Mm, okay. Um, okay, so business as usual said, sometimes anger, but mostly gorgeous sunsets. What 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 was the question? Red. The oh, color oh red. what what We're red makes me think of. Sometimes violent anger. Sometimes anger, Sometimes but mostly anger. gorgeous sunsets. Okay, red and gorgeous sunsets. Mm-hmm. Which is that's so rare getting a red sunset. Yeah, a red sunset. Okay. Um, Kristen's saliva. <laughs> it's not well, saliva. It's Kristen? not. Um, sorry, Kristen. Kristen Salvia. Salvia. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Harsh. 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 I also mm. wouldn't use the word harsh for red, although I can see it and picture it. Now I've I've heard people like like presidential candidates or something that's trying to make people feel like they're powerful. Well, we're right. like a red tie. It's like a power tie. Red is associated. I would. I think it's very powerful and passionate. Yeah. But harsh is a harsh that's, fear. That's interesting. Like orange feels harsh to me. That's it can true. Be harsh on your eyes. That's true. It's a lot. Um, okay. Sydney said one third of the heavy hitter colors, aka primary. How sad would it be if we only had two primary colors? <laughs> Just to know. Heavy hitter, interesting. Yeah, it is a heavy hitter. I mean, when you think of red, I like am always thinking of colors in terms of a color wheel. Yeah. So you need red. Red's very essential. Um, okay, and then Sid also said red balloon, red kissy face. No, oh. red kissy lips. Okay. Bold, bright, stop, attention, powerful. Yeah, Sydney so far has gotten it the most right, in my opinion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from my perspective. Yeah. I resonate that with that one the most. I, d- I do think it's interesting, the stop. Stop. Why yep. we associate red with stop. And uh, it's, of course, we have stop signs and it's our red lights mm-hmm, or stops. Mm-hmm. But then that, because we have that association we then carry that meaning yep. forward when yep. we encounter the color. Is it negative? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, it's like 
in little ways, infecting things. Mm, infecting, manipulating, um, informing. Hey, Lauren Newman said feisty rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chels Crumb said passion. Tandy Fielding said intensity. All of these feel right. Um, Taylor's hairy situation said anger. Mm-hmm. I think most people associate red with anger. I'm just Jamie said hot. Okay. Did the hot, like the red emoji that's like sweating. Oh, yeah, yeah. So actually physically hot. Hot. Yeah. And then Professor McGonagall, Professor underscore McGonagall said comfort. Mm, okay. That's a that's an out of the box. An out of the box feeling towards red. red. Although I can I can relate. Red is very rich. In well, that's deep. why I said Gryffindor common room. I felt like it was warm and inviting and mm-hmm. The, the fire and the coziness even. You could say red has some coziness. Red does have cozy and like elemental. It's mm-hmm. like fiery. Yeah. That feels very earthy. Yeah. And the red is, I do think red is a color that has a very, uh, they all have deep spectrums, but I think of red as there's like rusty brown reds that are so earthy. And then there's, there is bright and alarming red. Those two different reds are so, give such different reactions. Yeah. Of course. Now we're getting into different shades and every color probably has that to a certain extent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so the next color episode on just red, (laughs) next time we'll have an episode called red, red. Um, the next one was green. Okay. Which, um, a lot of the same word popped up. Hmm. This is Okay. This is a side note. People, when they share responses on an Instagram story, can't see what other people wrote. Okay. So I think it's fascinating what things come up multiple times. Many people said passion processed. for red, passion for green. Um, I don't think passion ever came up, but the word growth. Growth, growth was the buzzword. I would for have thought envy green. for some reason. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. Growth, I just think nature. Liveliness. Right? Yeah. So Jesse B. Comfort said growth. My mom said allergies, which I 100% relate. Yeah. For some reason, I would relate allergies with like yellow and yellow. Yeah, yeah. I think it's but both. It's yellow, white, and green. Hmm. I'm about to sneeze, I feel like. Um, business as usual. That's my friend, but Travis, business as usual. Enneagram, <laughs> Enneagram 7. Uh, I like that he's participating in these. He's, he's all in. Yeah. Um, said nature, life, and vibrance. Yeah. Rachel EJ said Growth and growing. Kristen Salvia got it this time. Said growth. Sid said go growth growing going. Wow, Sydney really does it. (laughs) She's going all in. Yeah. Um, Hazel said uh, growth life positive energy. Hey, Lauren Newman said health. Yeah, which I do think people associate health. Charles Crum said growth. Tandy Fielding said nature, peace, adventure. Hmm. I do think I think of green as being a very outdoorsy color. Mm-hmm. It harkens towards the outdoors, mm-hmm. which also feels adventurous. I also think of like rolling hills mm-hmm. when I think of green, like very lush. Yes. Um, I'm not, I'm moist. not like an out, outdoorsy. Uh, outdoorsy? <laughs> <laughs> an outdoorsy person? <laughs> Can, Horse voice. Um, <laughs> I'm not an outdoorsy type person in the sense that I go hiking or camping mm-hmm. ever for that matter. Um, but I do like the outdoors. I like walks. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. 
But I this guy here. I like a good walk. Everybody, nice walk outside. Yeah, I. But but whatever the outdoors represents, I do like. Think for me personally, the one that I resonate with the most in terms of why I would consider green my favorite color is. Oh yes, it represents life. It represents life. Yeah, like aliveness, vibrancy. Hmm. All these things resonate with me. Health, hmm. aliveness, fullness. You know. Yeah. Um, I also I don't think I associate green with life, which is very you, interesting. What do you associate with? Them? I think of a deep forest. What is that? Uh, I don't life. know. Life. Thriving. I don't. Healthy plants, big things. Maybe it also breathing. green also feels. Very mystical and yeah, yeah, like I can see that. Um, a little dark. Some greens. I guess I'm thinking like of an emerald green, which dark is in the my sense favorite. Of like evil? No, 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 no. Um, Literally dark. A dark green. You're talking about dark green. No. How would I describe dark in this way? Like shadowed almost. Mm-hmm. Green feels shadowed. Mm. Don't know why. Mm. But I think it's because green exists so much in nature that we experience it mostly in that manner. Yeah. And trees feel very shadowed. Mm-hmm. And they, so I think of like a whole being surrounded by green and there's lots of different greens. When wow, I think of green, I very rarely think of a solid form of green. Mm. And when I think of red, I do often like in my head picture like red. A big mm-hmm. thing of red. Mm-hmm. But with green, it feels very... Lots of different greens. Wow. 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 Um, so a few more comments. Uh, Moving on. Skepti- Skeptival. Oh, Are we still in green? Oh, still septival, green. I think. Skeptival? I always call it septival. Um, <coughs> Alex. Alex. <laughs> said, serenity, calm, when you take a deep breath on a hike in the forest. Mm-hmm. I'm just Jamie said, new growth. Uh, Professor McGonagall said Scott or said life, and then Autumn Sunberg said Scott. Scott, yeah, maybe because she knows I like green. Does she? Um, I don't know, but she associates people with different colors. Okay, so the next one we have is blue. Blue. Here we go. Beloved color. People love blue. Uh, My mom said. Grandma Janet said peaceful. Business as usual said the ocean, peace, Mm. calm. Yep. Kristen Salvia said calm, sad. Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Sid said one third of the heavy hitters. Oh. The only true cool color of the three mellows the color wheel. This is true. The only I, true cool color. Yes. So blue is cool. Red is hot. We're not talking cool like hip. We're talking about like a, a cool in terms of its cool. like tone. Yeah. So like cold, cold color, yeah. which this does seem to be a very important factor in terms of the way colors make mm. us feel. Mm. Yellow is an, a more neutral, which purple is also more neutral. Mm. Purple and yellow. Okay. Um, other people... Oh, Sid also said, soothing, oh. calm, ocean, breath, water, flowing, gentle. <sighs> hey, Lauren Newman said, calm. Chels Crumb said, gentle. Tandy Fielding said, calm. Taylor's hairy situation. Taylor's hairy Mm. said calming comfortable i'm just jamie said calm professor mcgonagall said calm everybody said calm a lot of calm wow and then autumn well. sunberg said macy oh <laughs> wow I'm you're associated with blue but you're associated with blue you yeah she, she didn't say you associated with calm well no but she associated me with a few other colors we'll get to that but calm 
I and I'm associated with green. Mm-hmm. Mm. I do see blue as being calm, but I think it's because it's mostly prescribed to us that blue is calm. Who knows? I blue. mean, a, a babbling brook is calm. A, 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 a river. Yeah, it's not very... An ocean? It's yeah, not that calm. calm. But it can have calm moments. I mean, you can, you can be sitting out looking at a calm ocean. Yeah, it's true. The way we experience it can yeah. be a blue a, sky. A calm. Is the sky blue? Well, we don't know, but like that's what we associate. Yeah, you know? Cal- I think maybe blue is calming, and that especially when we think of a sky yeah. and water, like it surrounds us. Yeah, and so it kind of essentially has to be. Uh huh. Could you imagine if the sky was like a bright red? Wow, that'd be we would probably have a totally different way of thinking what do about we think red. red is calm. I don't know. The sky, the big, giant, expansive, quiet red sky. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like blue. My favorite. Okay. I don't pick favorite colors, everybody. Yeah. But because I like the rainbow. But if I had to pick a favorite color, it would be the like. This is a color that I have so much difficulty describing because I I think it is like an otherworldly color. It is the color of like mountains that is a periwinkle blue and yet it's kind of glowing with a sunset. Wow. That is one of my favorite colors, if not my favorite color. If I had to pick one single color. There it is. So blue maybe. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe Autumn's right then. Okay, here we go. We're getting into orange, which okay. orange I think is the most controversial color. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. have big emotions around orange, and a lot of people I think think it's ugly. So, well, it's provocative. It is provocative. It's a loud. It's a loud person bursting into a room. It's a bright color, and yet, my mom. Grandma oh, Janet oh, 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 oh. said calm for orange. Calm. And orange is her favorite color. Oh, I can't see calm. I in can't any either. And yet orange is her favorite color. Okay. And I do. She's calm. She has a calm energy and I associate my mom with the color orange. Wow. So what's very orange. fascinating to me. I also I mean, think I'm of orange tootsie pops. At like warm orange fire colors here. That's Right. And when you think of like that. a tangerine color or like a pastel orange, that's or like sherbet, mm. that is calm. Um, sure, sure. Maybe it's not at least immediately soft. jumps to mind, but I can see it. Yeah, yeah. So other things people said was bright, astonishing, astonishing. That was yes, Jesse B. Comfort, which I think that's a good word mm-hmm. for orange. Um, ooh, this was a good one. Christ, uh, Kristen Salvia, happy yet in happy yet irritating. Mm. And then uh, business as usual. This in a classic stuff away said stoked. I have an orange surf leash. Oh my gosh, that's the most Travis thing he's ever said. Um, <laughs> I never had a, an orange surf leash. Sid said Halloween opinionated, yeah. unique and different. Yeah, opinionated. Definitely not calm vibes. No, you know? no. Um, Hazel said sunset, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is a calmish thing. Appropriate. Hey, Lauren Newman said autumn. Mm-hmm. Um, Tandy Pumpkins. Fielding said excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm just Jamie said fresh, mm-hmm. which I can see like citrus that, that feels doesn't fresh. immediately apply to my come to my mind. No, but I can see it. Pre- Professor McGonagall warmth and then Autumn Sunberg, who's now we've established Autumn is just 
associating people names. with colors. Okay, okay. And she said, my sister, Cassie. Oh, wow. Orange. I can see that. For I Cassie. could totally see it yeah. for her sister. So uh, now we're green for me, blue for you, orange for Cassie. Uh huh. Okay. So, okay. Should we move on to the next one? Yep. Next one is black. Oh. Which this is a fascinating a Macy one. controversial color. A Macy <gasps> controversial. Yeah. I think I love black Ruben and I sneezing in the background. find it to be a comforting color in general. And yet I also, it is almost like it's an absence. So I don't, mm-hmm. in, in painting, I don't, I'm not drawn towards black and black is powerful mm-hmm. in terms of painting. So I have a mixed relationship with it. I don't know. I wear a lot of black, but yep, then yep. I also wear a lot of color. What do you think? What do you think black? I think cool. Cool. Instantly. Not like cool, calm, but like hip and edgy and yeah, that's black to me. I mean, you could, you could say it has references or, um, allusions to evil. Yeah. But that's not how, what I immediately associate it with. Yeah. I don't immediately associate. I do um, usually associate it with nightness, nighttime and like coolness, the sky. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Jesse, said heavy weighted mm-hmm. which i i think weighted is a good word for black weighing down on you my mom said soft business no what yeah i think black is soft oh don't see it you don't appreciate see it. and i'm interested this is not really denying, fascinating. not pushing back just don't see it soft i think i can see it but i also see it as very like i see things multiple Multiple ways. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, if we're... Yeah, okay. Soft. I don't know. But I can also see it as being very, like, smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hard. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have... I don't know. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Business as usual said sleep. Wish I had more of it. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Salvia said somber. Mm. Which I think a lot of people... Just based on the way we use black in terms of like it's a color of death often. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Sid Love said sleek, put together, sad, darkness, night, hot. Hot. Hmm. I, I don't see black as being hot. But is she thinking attractive hot? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that might be true. That yeah. I can see more. Um, hey, Lord Newman said still silent rest. Uh, Chels Crumb said death. Uh, Tandy Fielding said comfort deep. I'm just Jamie said classic. Professor McGonagall said oh. hard work. Oh. Which that is super interesting oh, to me. Hard work. I want her to talk about that. Yeah. What What about black evokes? This? I can see somebody in like a Starbucks barista outfit. Hard work. Huh. But is it like a business suit? Oh, yeah. What is it? I don't What's know, hard computers? Work? Computers, uh, 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 a Steve Jobs turtleneck? Black. Black. What is it? Um, and then Autumn Sunberg said, myself, with a heart. Oh, Autumn's black. A black, black. heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was black. We are now on to purple. <laughs> okay. Purple. Um, Jesse B. Comfort said, playful, youthful. Which I have never, I can see playful. I never thought youthful. I don't know why I think this, but for some reason I think of uh, Kanga from Winnie the Pooh. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't know why. Kanga and Lil Rue. With purple? Yeah. I, th- I don't know if they're wearing purple. Are but they wearing purple? I don't think so. Yeah. That's interesting. I also think of Catwoman from Batman. Oh, so it free makes you really think of some characters. Yeah. Free Association. We're uh, doing a lot Dark of Free Association. Duck. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> from the after school <laughs> Disney hour. These are the these are the things that come up for me. I think of purple. <laughs> Business as usual said beauty and my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is do you feel that way about your daughter, purple? No, no, no. I think of beauty. Uh I do think my daughter's beautiful, but like I don't I'm not associating purple. Oh no, 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 no. What I meant to say is I associate it with beauty. I don't associate it with daughter. Right. Yeah. Okay. Although I associate my daughter with beauty, I have to make sure I, you know what I mean. That's I what totally I'm know what to you mean. But um, but I think especially in the, I don't I don't think this is just the Christian tradition. I think, I think just in general, purple stands for royalty. Yes, which it so has that is a, a rich, powerful, it's mysterious thing. It's due to oh, maleficent. That's oh, another one I think. Yeah. About. For some reason, big characters are coming up for me. Well, purple is a very regal. It's a very expensive color expensive to make. Expensive. So it it color. by nature only certain people could have the huh. color red, and that's why it is associated with royalty. Is because it's it's expensive to extract wow. the color red. And is now this they true. Make, no small thing, listeners. Is Maisie making this up? I'm not making this up. <laughs> <laughs> now we she's, like artificially really make colors. Like she knows what she's talking about. Does she? <laughs> okay. Soothing. Kristen Salvia. I can get on board soothing. Sid said divinity, royalty, yep. glory, yep. fancy, beautiful. Which I would agree. I am a little I don't love purple. Sydney's the sleeper hit tonight in terms of providing some real content that <laughs> I am resonating with. <laughs> When her answer comes along, I'm like, that's the technical answer. <laughs> that's what I needed. That we wanted. Uh, hey, Lauren Newman said pride. Pride? Ooh, I like yep, that. I can see that. Charles Crumb said bruised, which oh, I thought was a profound answer. A literal answer. and metaphorical and true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm on board with bruised. Purple is a daunting color to me. Oh, another great. Very daunting. Yeah, and I just want to clarify it. I wouldn't I wouldn't get on board with you saying most other colors are daunting. If you said yellow is daunting, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Purple. Purple is daunting. daunting. Yeah. Yeah. Um Tandy Fielding said joy, love. Okay. Which not in instantly No, yes I don't I'm that, but, I don't but, think of purple as being light. Right. Or joy. Like, yeah. It light, feels joy, heavier. happy. I mean it could be rich. a deep joy, a deep rich joy. A, a soul yeah, tremoring joy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, Jamie said sweet smells. Okay. Some flowers maybe. Yeah. Not, not instantly resonating with me, but everybody has their own. Their own thing. Professor McGonagall said childhood. Oh, that's their own thing too, probably. Uh-huh. And then autumn, which makes me think about their hard work and what did that have to do with their life? Mm. You know, they're, these, these answers are very personal to them. Mm-hmm. They seem, mm-hmm. which I am, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And then Autumn said Macy. So I've now added another color. Blue, and, blue purple. and purple so wow. far. Okay. So we'll see what comes. <laughs> what comes of okay. Macy at the end. Here we are, everybody. We're doing the opposite 
We're now at yellow. 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 Purple. Big yellow. feelings around yellow. I had a big season of yellow. I don't have big feelings. Big season of yellow recently. That was a out of the season of yellow. It was a 21 pilots thing. And I just think a life thing, but it was a double association. So now I really associate yellow with that season of life. Hope. It is hope. It also feels yellow feels a little anxious and a little frenetic, Mm. a little very energetic. Okay. Yellow feels a yellow is a lot of things. Sometimes I think yellow is overwhelming. But I also really like and appreciate yellow. Yeah. Ugh. I think it's underrated. You think yellow's underrated? I do. Oh, I think yellow's overrated. Wow. A statement. I think a lot it's of people not even, like in yellow. In my opinion, it's not even rated. <laughs> so how can it be overrated? And I, I don't think many people are thinking about yellow. I think a lot of people are thinking about yellow. <laughs> Our first real no small thing fight. <laughs> What What are you talking about? You think people like yellow? People are thinking about Shut yellow no, more than other on. colors, I think. Yeah, no. Wait, people. Like, we ended up getting in a fight about this. In our comments, it was mostly yellow people. <laughs> yellow. Oh, also, funny statement. Yeah. Yellow people. In our comments, it was mostly people who were talking about the color yellow. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to get right to this. Okay. My mom said happy. Yeah. Okay, yep, business yep, yep. as usual, a titch of anxiety. Oh. I get that. Oh, I don't. I don't I don't get it. No anxiety with yellow. But it's my wife's favorite color and there is some joy in there too. That's still business as usual? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I associate a big bright spring sunflower. Yellow is alarming and yellow is oh. like screaming, you should be happy. Okay, maybe that's where it is right there. Which I'm like, that's a little too much yellow sometimes. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. We don't need you. <laughs> um. That's good. This is the best part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Salvia said bright and irritating, which okay, I okay, also okay. think I get. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm not. I, don't, I, th- I think I'm mostly happy with yellow. I don't have this baggage. <laughs> I have baggage. Um, okay, Sid said also one third of the heavy hitters. She's oh, always got to remind us. I don't need to know about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> heavy hitters. Glad we get yellow as a primary color to help create other color. Sure. Um, Fine. Fine. Hope, sun, flower, life, shining, sparkle, bright, happy. Yeah, no, no. She's getting every <laughs> one of them right. We need all these words for all these colors. Um, and they're the right words. The right words. They are, Sydney. Thank you. Um, Haley Lord Newman said, happy, optimism, hope. Yeah. Chelsea Crumb said, joy. Uh, Tandy Fielding said, sunshine. Taylor Harry situation said, <laughs> that name gets me every time. Yeah. Sunny, happy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just Jamie said, happy. Professor McGonagall in all caps said, fun and happiness. And Autumn Sunberg said, T-O-P. T-O-P, yep. Good violence, job, Which Autumn is true. Sunberg. I sometimes wonder if yellow is a fake happy color. I guess I guess what you have to say then is what is a real happy color? I don't know. Purple. A rainbow. Oh, but that's not a color, but but it's an interesting idea. All right. Guess what I, color? I guess we're I just at. naturally associate if I associate green with like life and greenery, I associate I do associate yellow with happy. Sun, flowers, bees, brightness. Yeah. Yeah, I... Very very little offense to me. Right, and I think this is where 
And I'm not trying to be a meme of this. I really do think I'm a little offended by that. I understand. I understand. I'm not. Yeah. But I can understand how you would be. Okay. We're down to the last color. Okay. Is it white? No. We what didn't. I didn't do white. It's fine. Um, I did do pink. Pink. Pink, pink, pink. Okay. The big pink thoughts. My mom said pretty. Oh, pretty. Very fascinating. Hey. Yeah, we could unpack that for a while. Business as usual said Disney. Yep. Christian Salvia said playful. Playful. Sid, my seventh grade birthday party that I forced everyone to wear pink. <laughs> so I guess that happened. Uh, Who said that? Sydney. Okay. Uh, also, flamingos, sassy, bubblegum, and fun. Well, that's all right. That is all true. That's all true for uh-huh. pink. Um, sweet, love, childlike. Tandy Fielding said pretty. Um... Ooh, Autumn also said Macy. Wow. Yeah. Professor McGonagall said Joy. A lot of people seem to associate pink with Joy. Oh, oh, Daniel Kyes said, when they choose to wear pink, I wish women could feel powerful and men could feel masculine. Yeah. A nice Daniel Kyes. You know, we'll see if I keep this in there, but like, to me, I, I think, I do think pink is one of the most beautiful colors. Me too. And I love pink. Like, again, I don't know if maybe this will be interesting, but, like, I do think pink is, like, one of the most erotic colors. Oh, yeah. I don't know what if that's a comfortable word for me to be using on the podcast. I think it's fine. (laughs) I mean, we're all all adults here. (laughs) Um, It's a a good color. I think pink's a good color. Pink is a vibrant color. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Sea sheets. Sea sheets. Stone. What? I'm what getting this. <laughs> this name is hard, okay? Uh, sea sheets to the wind. Okay. Sheets. Sheets to the wind. Sheets to the wind. Gosh. Okay. There's a C in front. That's where we got. They said blushing. Yeah. Which I think that is like a a, a very fitting word. This like yeah. rushing of blood. This is also a, a look that I like in terms of it, blushing can happen in lots of different situations. Mm-hmm. It can happen in like bliss, yeah, embarrassment, you know, all sorts of different. It's like a very warm. Like, Something's happening. Something to you. is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, J B. Oh, jo- Joseph Rope. Joseph Roberts said France. Mm. Um, and I think that's it. I think that is pink, maybe the you, end. You could honestly convince me to have pink as my favorite. But I also think like pink is one of my favorites. Green and pink combo is a nice combo, I think. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Pink is a very pink feels airy to me. Pink feels cloudy. Mm. Pink feels fluffy. And yet it also feels very strong in like, especially when I think of like a deep magenta. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I have very Strong feelings around that. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a what a color! What a color! Good job for putting that on there. Yeah, gotta gotta put the pink. Okay, I think is this the end of our colors of yeah, the rainbow side section? Note, I guess, I guess for certain people, they really took advantage of the questions we put up on our stories. Yeah, and, and thank we you so liked much. It. it was awesome. I mean, I was reading them and kept thinking, we have to share this. Yeah, that was good stuff. So, we hope you enjoyed that and we hope that if you did participate, you enjoyed getting to hear what other people thought around mm-hmm. the colors. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, when we come back, we're going to have a rumination. I'll explore uh, the dimensions of red a little bit more. I have a... Well, no one can see this but because we're in a podcast. But I have a jacket that is one of my favorite pieces of clothing. I found it at a f- uh, flea mar- f- farmer's market, kind of flea market. It's red. It has the... Nintendo logos stitched onto the right breast. And it's I looked it up after I got it. It's an employee jacket. So it's not for sale officially except through like secondhand stores. It's unique. I know. I love it. <laughs> many people have <laughs> many people have complimented me on it. <laughs> I think there are like several people that I actually promise that if I die, this jacket will go to them. Uh, like there's like a line. This is like a like the presidency or whatever. Um, but I think blue gets a lot of, of course, like blue gets a lot of credit for being like deep, right? Uh, it's deep, profound. It's meditative. It's reflective. It's good for like thinking it's like almost like an intellectual color like i know that uh who's who's that guy but there is a uh i think it it might be william gas i might be wrong but he wrote a kind of short book on it's i think it's called just on being blue mm-hmm. and maggie nelson uh wrote uh, i haven't read any of her works, but she wrote a book called Bluettes, which I think is a series of like prose poems on the color blue. I've heard mixed reviews. People either like it or not. But the point is blue is, seems like a, you know, it's artistic, it's intellectual, but I am coming <laughs> to the defense of red. Okay. Because I think red gets uh, represented as being it's like an in-your-face kind of color, right? It's not meant to be calming, right? It It is aggressive. Uh, but I think there is a certain shade of red. And again, the, you cannot see my jacket. But I think red, to me, signifies a holding of attention, Right, because it is, especially maybe kind of darker red, uh, not so dark, not like a little lighter than like brick red, uh, but it, I think it is almost like it's dramatic, but it also, it, it indicates depth. It just indicates a depth being held at the surface. So I think, yeah, I think red doesn't get enough credit for being a color that you can kind of like 
meditate on. And maybe because it tries to kind of, you know, when we think of meditate, we think of like something slow, something because it kind of throws you off a little bit. But just because something's provocative or outbursty doesn't mean it has just because, you know, the same reason why just because something is like deep or slow, it's intellectual, right? Sometimes you can learn from like the the outbursty. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's I think that's one way uh, that I would that's not, this this is something that I think you can do is you can look at like a red color and try to see it not as just an outburst but as holding back something. Ooh. So maybe it's like, that's good. yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Scott may have been telling me. You I, that you want me to just say things, but I also can't cannot help but bring a poem. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. The poem that I'm going to read is one is by Wallace Stevens, mm. who I think. Do you know who? If you read really Wallace great. Stevens, old, old, you might have. I think probably his most famous poem is Thirteen Ways of Looking at a Blackbird." Right, which is a wonderful poem. Uh, everyone should read it. But uh, this one, and Walt Stevens, I think he's both his poetry is both his poetry is many things, but it can be metaphysical in a very playful way. So it speaks at this double register of profoundness and playfulness. Uh, so sometimes it almost like it's trying to make fun of kind of like this like philosophizing kind of discourse. Uh, <laughs> but um, but he's great. I think everyone kind of loves Wallace Stevens. Uh, okay, so this poem is called Less and Less Human, O Savage Spirit. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty wild title. And it has some lines on, on colors that I think is are very good. Uh, but you have to you have to hear them for yourself. So here it is: less and less human, O oh savage spirit, by Wallace Stevens. If there must be a God in the house, must be saying things in the room and on the stair. Let him move, as the sunlight moves on the floor, or moonlight. Silently, as Plato's ghost or Aristotle's skeleton. Let him hang out his stars on the wall. He must dwell quietly. He must be incapable of speaking, closed as those are, as light for all its motion is, as color even the closest to us is as shapes though they pretend us are it is the human that is the alien the human that has no cousin in the moon it is the human that demands his speech from beasts or from the incommunicable mass if there must be a god in the house 
Let him be one that will not hear us when we speak. A coolness, a vermilion nothingness, any stick of the mass of which we are too distantly apart. I think the the the, the 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 line that draws me to it is is this, that repetition of as light for all its motion is as color even the closest to us is. So I think you know as much as we want to uh, communicate with color, it is is right. It is its own separate thing that we then invest with all sorts of like discursive meaning and it we, and we, you're right we're like close to it right but you know there's something ineffably distant about 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 colors but i think also like things that are that we perceive in general there's something both i mean i'm getting phenom- phenomenological here phenomenological here <laughs> and and yeah so maybe the point of it is just to talk about it. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing. What kind of episode is this? We don't know. <laughs> we really, mo- more than anything, we don't know. I, I think... This is a true, a hard to boy. Yeah, I know. Everybody, just so you know, um, we have two microphones currently running here, and Macy doesn't have a microphone. Reuven has a microphone. But um, it, this just goes to show, we really loved what Reuven just said and read and contemplated on. And also, this is one of the wildest episodes we've ever had. I will say this compared to voice. Mm-hmm. We did an episode on voice, everybody. We took the concept of voice and we riffed on it for a while. It felt crazy. Mm-hmm. This one feels more crazy, but mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay that it's crazy and out of hand. Yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to wrangle it. Yeah. But I think in a way this line kind of maybe describes uh, this Endeavor perfectly. It is the human that demands his speech from beasts or from the incommunicable mass. Yeah. So there's something about. Well, you're a you're a pot. Well, you you are demanding speech from these colors, Mm -hmm. but they are resisting Mm -hmm. you, and which I don't know results in a weird. That's what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna crawl underneath this table. Bye. Here, Reuven's crawling underneath the table. He's handing the microphone back to Macy. <laughs> he really actually literally is crawling underneath the table. I don't know how he's going to do it. And I, he's more his, like you know. spinning his body underneath the table. <laughs> oh, wow. Bruven. His body is aging. Aging and aching. Okay. When we come back, we're coming up to the final part of this wild and crazy episode. We're going to talk to Macy briefly about her feelings about colors and her paintings when we come back. We're back, everybody. Uh, we got Macy in the house. We got a mic back. We got her microphone is back. Um, we're in a 
uh, an area right now where Matthew is sitting and um, uh, quietly near the, the, the lamp and the art watching his shows on his computer. And Ruben... Paint the picture here. Ruben was in the hallway texting on his phone, but he's back in the room. <laughs> Anyways, okay, the, what, we're, what we're about to do is we're going to ask Macy how color plays into her painting. Okay. I think the biggest question I have, which is surrounding us in this room right now, is uh, why you have this emotional, intellectual obsession with the rainbow, all the colors I don't know. together. Yeah. I don't you know. You don't know. It's a mystery to you. I think it it's is, there. It is partially a mystery to me. I already did touch on this a bit. It feels very complete to me. Okay. And I have always, from a young age, I think of things in terms of mixing. And I like when you're making a rainbow, the way the colors mix is like otherworldly to me. Like it's very, a full, complete color spectrum with like a lot of depth and lots of colors within the bigger overarching color feels very otherworldly and magical to me. So I think it evokes a sense of magic because you don't, the, a rainbow in nature is very rare mm -hmm. and getting all those colors next to each other and you see the gradients and there's like a hue is very rare. And it's like, I mean, it comes after rain when the sun's out. That's wow. something very profound. So I think I am subconsciously drawn towards it in that way. But I also just think it's the all encompassing nature of it. That wow. all the colors are here. <sighs> so I think it brings something up for you. It really brings something the, up. For everything me. you're saying, it, it's like when Sydney was mentioning the way she felt about certain colors and listing off the adjectives and stuff like that. It res right. resonated with me. Right. The way you describe all the colors together in terms of the rainbow does not resonate with me. When you think of a rainbow, what do you think? I don't know. Like, when I look at your paintings, especially, I don't have this feeling. But my initial gut reaction about a rainbow is cheesy. I know. It's a little cheesy. Yeah. For sure. But, but that, I think that's it's... Not, that's not the feelings your versions of that bring up. Thank you know, you. I'm thinking nice. about, like, a literal, like, cheesy cartoon curved rainbow. Right, which I'm also totally here for. Yeah, totally. I really totally. do love. But the first thing is like, oh, rainbow, uh, you know, all the colors. I don't know why that seems cheesy. Right. I I think I am naturally I like that all the colors can have a seat at the table in this color. Sure. Like it doesn't a rainbow feels like a whole color to me. Mm. It, it doesn't, when people ask what's your favorite color, I'll, I'll say, oh, it's this one kind of blue, but also like rainbow. Mm -hmm. Because to me, rainbow is a full experience of all the colors at once. Wow. So it's it's all of them and it's one. Okay. So, so it's a very unifying so feeling. So here I comes, have. Uh, just so everybody knows, Macy paints. She mm -hmm. has canvases, she's got paints. There's a whole setup here. If you, if you walk around Macy's house, there's all sorts of little stations. Little areas where there's some canvases and there's some 
canvases. Oh, I said, there's some, some canvases? Canvases and some canvases. <laughs> uh, there's, I don't even know what to call it. Around the house, there's little bits of debris. <laughs> it's really chaotic. <laughs> it is chaotic. But it's like, kind it's of obviously like, that somebody likes to paint is here. I look around and canisters and it and feels, and, I don't even mean for it to feel, but it's like very cliche. What like an artist. Yeah. Well, you're an artist place looks like in terms so, of paint. Paint's very messy. So, uh, so I know you get inspired often and you sit down and you've got your colors, you line your paints up and I'm I'm trying to think about like that sort of calm before the storm, mm-hmm. the moment before it all happens. You're okay. sitting there, you're taking a deep breath, you're thinking, you're looking around, you're getting inspired, you're having the emotions. Here they come, and now you start to paint. Uh-huh. What's going on? What are you going to do? What colors are you going to have? What is it? Well, I usually, especially so. I've said this. I paint circles. Mm -hmm. I really like to paint a circle and like be very intricate with how I paint the circle. But I usually will have an idea for the kind of texture it'll be and the amount of, uh, what's the word, like dissonance it will have. Mm. And the, the way in which something will gradiate. And yet I'm also very fluid. So I will start and I usually start with yellow. Yep. Just because yellow is naturally, a, in terms of the way pigment and the blending works, yellow works best. And how are you feeling? Oh, how am I feeling? Um, I'm feeling, usually when I'm painting, it feels like I have to. And it feels not like work, but it's like, here I go. Here like I'm starting. Yellow. And I... I know I'm in it for like a long haul usually Mm. and I like sense that, but I'm also very excited and very hopeful that this can turn out really well. I mean, it's a crazy thing to, to take a blank canvas. That's just white. And there's not, I mean, there's a lot to be said about just a blank white canvas. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of Mm -hmm. meaning behind that and things you can (laughs) associate with it. Water metaphor, but to then canvas metaphor. But to then take that and you with this array of paints can do whatever you want with them and create any kind of image and evoke, like mix them in any kind of way. You have that power and Hmm. freedom. Hmm. It feels very freeing. And yet also it there's for me, usually there's a sense of like needing to, Hmm. I like have, I I have a feeling and I have to do it. Okay. So it's like getting it out. Like it's, it needs to be expunged. And it's all the colors are coming out. It's all the colors coming out, I guess. Yeah. I also think Not, I... You don't always do all the colors, but that's no, a I don't. typical Macy thing. Um, I started doing art and it was a huge like spiritual discipline. Hmm. was painting circles. Hmm. So it's it all links back. But... For me, it is the most cathartic experience and the probably experience where I feel most grounded in myself and yet also aware and open to experience something beyond myself. Mysterious. It's very mysterious. I do think there's something very unique and special about the way paint like feels and it touches the whiteness and it like instantly makes a mark. It's so powerful. It's very powerful to me. Yeah, I, I think I think you have an interesting relationship with paint, with color. 
with I think all this most stuff. painters would have similar feelings that I do. Yeah, probably. And someone who, I mean, it's just, it's what I do. And so yeah. I'm more familiar with it. Yeah. I bet if you started painting every day, you would a year from now have way different thoughts on paints and colors. Are you, what are you saying? Oh, I'm just saying. It's very condescending of you. Really? Totally kidding. Totally <laughs> kidding. So, yep, that's me in painting. Scott's now holding this microphone with his ear. I think we're wrapping up here, everybody. We are definitely we wrapping up really here, everybody. We can really delve more into Macy's uh, relationship with emotions and color. Um, I forgot that I had had this, but I was just looking up all sorts of things on color online. And this was a website that uh, a teacher had prompted her students to write poems about color. Ooh, are you going to read a poem as our benediction? I, I think this could be a version of a benediction. Maybe I'll read a few and we'll just see where it naturally ends. Great. Because I do think this is sort of true to Macy's vibe <laughs> and true to this episode's vibe. <laughs> um, if so, you've made it this far. Oh, good job. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a very particular type of person. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're so grateful. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. If you've made it this far, uh, you we we'd probably we consider you a friend. We consider you a friend. You're probably the type of person whose thoughts we'd 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 uh, like to hear more from. (laughs) Yep. Share us your thoughts. Uh, Okay, so here's um, these are all um, a few a few little poems from kids about certain colors. Um, So the first color is pink. Here we go. And the title of this poem is called Pink Fluffy Hair. Oof. Short. Pink fluffy hair is cotton candy. Soft, smooth, and colorful. The smell of sugar runs through my strands. Oof. There's that. Um... Here comes another uh, wrapping things up, everybody. We're going to just do a few little poems here, and we're calling it a night. Um, This is a poem from a kindergartner about the color purple. Here it comes. This is called The Purple Traveler. Purple glass bottle. (laughs) Purple diaper. (laughs) Purple trash. Purple sea. Purple isn't trash. Purple is particles. Purples is the sea. Purple is a book. Purple is fish. Purple is a paper that was written on. Purple is a marker that was used and now is in the sea. Purple is you. (laughs) Purple is you. Yep, there you go. Um, Maybe this will be the last one of the night. Because it just keeps going. There's tons of poetry written by like preschoolers slash kindergartners. This is a poem about blue. Here we go. We'll read this and we'll call it a night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. I hope that you are feeling colorful. Hope that you're feeling colorful. Hope this was something beneficial to your <laughs> life, everybody. Uh, this one is called Everything is Blue. This is a poem about blue. Uh, good night, everybody. Everything is blue. My hair, the sky, my emotions, my teachers, the sky, the top of the world, my teachers, my blue tears that run down my rosy pink cheeks, the top of the world, 
my clothes, my blue tears that run down my rosy pink cheeks, the veins in my body. Night, everybody.